This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello. Hi. How are you, Elsie? PG. That's a lie. Because you said peachy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it just gets old. I get, I, I feel like it's getting old. It's like I, I'm always such a grumpy person when I get behind the mic. As soon as you're an Aquarius, that's what you do. (sighs) Just grumpy. You have the weight of the world on your shoulders, dude. So I don't want to be grumpy though. Oh, but I do. I have to. So this is what happened. Last night, okay? So I came home. We had a day out because usually, the, you know, two days a week we go out the entire day basically so that we, we pack everything in onto those two days and then we come home. And yesterday we came home at around 7. And um, as soon as it's I walked It's like being in, let out of the bunker. I know. <laughs> right. It's like your kidnappers let you out of the bunker. <laughs> you take your rickshaw into town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, totally. So anyway, we came back in and I was like, oh so tired I could go to sleep right now mm-hmm. and then Randy turns around and goes go ahead and I was like you mean I, wait I still have to make dinner like I have to make dinner I have to you put the like, bed. He goes, shut your hole I know and then he goes he goes no I'll take care of it he goes if you think that oh you know God. we can't take care of it I'll just take care of it go to sleep and then for a moment I just kind of stood there and I was like what get out and then I basically just went to sleep at like seven o'clock at night. Shut your hole. That actually <laughs> happened? It happened. They just he just took care of it. He fed them. Yeah. He he put them to bed. Yeah. You did nothing. No. It's the first time, isn't it? Yeah. Well now he's gonna <laughs> be sorry. <laughs> I was like what? And so I, you know, it was kind of, it was hard. I mean, I was, of course I was exhausted and I did have a headache. And so I was like, I went, I came into the bedroom and I turned the lights off and I read. I mean, I know that that sounds weird because you need light to read, but I was reading an audiobook, and I kind of relaxed and I just enjoyed being in the dark by myself. Just That's a miracle. There. I know. So... And I, I think I, in total, I got about nine-ish, maybe possibly 10 hours of sleep. Um, not all together. Like, every, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's still, I was... Well, I, no, because you can't rest once you have an opportunity. Or It's like, it was so probably surprised you had no ability to wind down. It was no, like, no. It took me, yeah, it took like, my body. It's kind of like, surprise, you're going to rest. Ta-da! <laughs> yeah. Ta-da! You're like, wait, yeah. what, what? 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 It took me a while to stop with the what? 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 Huh? Hmm? <laughs> oh, so um, but it happened, and that was great. And I was like, oh, it's going to be a great day today. And well, so I do feel much better and rested. Why mm. isn't it? Because there are certain five-year-olds that have a very, very strong personality, mm-hmm. 
And it's really tough to get anything through to their little heads. And for some reason, it just always happens as soon as I'm, I was getting ready early. I was like 1130. I was ready. I was like, woohoo, you know, to record. And then the whining begins. And then I just escalate and I, I end up going like, if you listen, little girl, <laughs> you know, and then I have to be like the, the, the dictator and I don't want to be the dictator because anyway, but then that was, that was my story. You know, they today. say that having children is so rewarding <sighs> and like overall, I guess the experience is over like is rewarding. Like if I had to go, like I've now been a parent for 20 years and if I had to sum it up, I would say that overall it's rewarding, but it's kind of like the thing where like, let's say you go and get a massage and overall it's relaxing and you feel better. But at that moment when they're punching you in the skin, you're not right. that thrilled with it. It's kind of like yeah, that. It, yeah. And it does take you some time to, to, to like, it's like, unless you do it all over and over and over and over again. But, but I completely understand. I completely like understand. My two year old is getting to the point where, like, I mean, I guess I should have expected it given who his parents are. But, like, my two year old has gotten to the point where, like, now when he needs something, he yells at me how to do it the whole time. So, like, he woke up in the middle of the night, he had pitched through his pajamas, and first he was crying, and then he was like, First, actually, he warned me and said wet. Then oh. his pajamas got wet. <clears throat> right. Then I was like, okay, I'll fix it. I'll change you. And immediately he's like, pants. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm getting your pants. <laughs> Shirt, wet. And I'm like, yes, I know. All right. And then as soon as the one thing is done, it's on to the next one. Diaper. Diaper. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I'm getting the diaper. Hold on. I got to find the diaper. I had to go downstairs. We had no diapers upstairs. I'm, like, I'm getting the damn diapers. And then it's like, and then even even getting dressed, it wasn't enough. He was like, drink, passy, pillow. Oh and then still, I get in bed next to him, glasses off. I'm like, look. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, look, I've done this before. I know what to do. Stop yelling at me. I'm taking care of it. And I had to say that a couple times. I'm doing it. Don't yell at me. And he would say, it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Oh, my How God. How dare yeah, you okay. say I'm mansplaining? <sighs> it's okay. It's all right. I'm like, yes, it is okay. Take a chill, brother. Oh. So, yeah, I totally get it. I don't always feel as if uh, it's the most rewarding experience I'm having in the moment. That's yes, for sure. I think that that's what it is. You are correct. So anyway, yeah, that's, how, that's why I'm a little bit grumpy. But I mean, so other than that. Been, she's just been up your butt today, huh? Yes. Well, it's, it's not not today, all the time. Because that's mm -hmm. just at this moment. But, you know, there's many things that we're changing. But still, it's, you know. Is I'm it drawing. independence that's a problem or just sensitivity, you think? I have no idea. I think she just wants to be the boss. Yeah, that's my that's my kid's problem. Yeah, she wants to be the boss. And it's tough because... There's You're a balance the between being the boss and then being five or having an opinion. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. stop it. Just stop. And she does boss me. And then I'm like, you are not allowed to boss me. You are not allowed to say to me in these way, in this way. Yes. Ask get me, get me this. Go away. Get me yeah. that. Uh, you do not speak with, to me this way. Get me. Please. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's five. Little so anyway. Dictators. Like yes. Dictators. Tiny, tiny little ones. Oh, so blah. 
Anyway, um, do you want to get into some feedback really quick for our last, not our last episode for this, or not the last episode, but the last episode before that? Yeah. Would you like to do that? Yeah. Why don't we do that? I would so, love to do that. Here we go into some feedback. Hi, Elsie and Jess. It's Kirsty from English with Kirsty. Um, I wanted to say I thought it was interesting what you said in the last episode about Facebook Live Audio, because I think that as podcasters, as people who are already working with audio, this could be a really good thing, not just for producing podcasts, because I, I wouldn't do that, but certainly in terms of talking to my audience on my Facebook page or in the Facebook group, I think it could be a really powerful way to communicate and to get conversations going, maybe about a new episode or a topic that came up in the episode, because I really enjoy creating audio content and written content. I have a blog as well, but I do not like video content. And I tried last year because I didn't want to be someone that says, oh, I hate doing this when I hadn't even tried. So I did try Facebook Live and I just didn't enjoy it. Every time it was on my list of things to do, I thought it was a chore and I felt, oh, let's get this done with. And I don't feel like that about producing audio. So if we get the opportunity to have Facebook audio as well and to communicate with our audience in that way, I think that would be a really good thing and something that podcasters can really get behind and make use of. So if you hear any more about this, I'd really like to know. And yeah, thanks for the show. I really enjoy listening to you. And I'm looking forward to the next one. Thanks. Bye. Yay, Kirsty. Thank you so much. She sounds so nice. I know. So, yes, we do like audio. I mean, we do like no, the audio. I'm, I think it's going to be terrible. Well, I, I think there's possibilities behind it. And until it comes out, we won't really know because I don't really, I don't want to speculate. Because I mean, we don't know what it is. I know. I just want to speculate because... The whole point of a podcast and why it's good is because people aren't near their computer. Yeah, but this isn't a podcast, though. The whole point is that it's it's sort of like an extra. It's sort it's sort of like being having your podcast yeah, on Instagram. No, it's, I know it might be. It's good. like that. I so, hope it's good, but I don't think it will be. But I hope it is. Yeah, I, we'll see how people consume it and how people. Again, I won't even know what it looks like until we can actually be a part of it, consume True. it, see how it plays, how does it work. What's the ease of use? And I think John talked about it in that episode too, what it would take to maybe have two people or more that are part of audio if it's really only with one person. So, you know, there's so many X factors, but you know, I, yes, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm done. I, um, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So go ahead. <laughs> I was done. You were? No, you yeah. weren't. I interrupted you mid sentence. That's all right. I can't. Right. For, I, yeah. You can't remember. Okay. Yeah. I was actually featured in an article this week called 19 Facebook predictions from the I pros saw that. on social media examiner. I saw it. This was not one of my predictions, but um, if I had to be predictive, I would say that people will try it and then they'll go back to doing what they were doing. If you had to be predictive. You, you know what? You're right. It, it depends because there's one thing to do. You, you pick something new up and then you let it go. Right. I mean, that's what you know, I that's do. That's an, that's an interesting do. article. That's not some of the articles that we have in here, but I kind of want to really quickly talk about it. One of them that struck me a little bit and I was a little bit disturbed by it and I'm not sure I want it. It was about having ads inside of Facebook groups. And Hey, that's the, is that the one that I wrote? No, no, honey. It was like you, I read yours. It was like some person I think I'm number that's, 10. You, yeah, it was one of the, I think it was number one. Or number two. It was like right at the top. Oh, all right. And I was like, 
I don't want that. Like just ads inside. I mean, you talked about uh, the same thing that you talk about all the time. So it was totally on, you know, point with you. It's basically making, you know, partners and branding and things like that where people like work well together. And then you mutually help one another in this platform and it becomes a, a richer experience for all. But what I'm talking about was just simply the um, the ability that Facebook is supposedly going to put out, and I guess they've been testing, to be able to run ads inside of Facebook groups. Facebook sure will reduce the reduce the reach that yeah. groups get and exactly. introduce paid ads. Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. So how is that possible? Wait a minute. How is that possible? Because well, how are they getting reach now? It's the reach based on who's in the group. Are you saying now that we're going to have to boost within the group? Because I'm yep. going to lose my shit yes. if that's true. Yes. Oh, for the love of all that is holy. I know. So you know, that's why I was like, oh, because, you know, with, with groups that are maybe, you know, a smaller, a smaller group, I think that, you know, people can come inside the group and scan. You know, you'll scan, you'll scan the, the, the things and you will see them, Right. Yeah. Um, and that would be fine. But I think the, the gift of our group at this moment is that no matter what happens at some point when you're on Facebook and in your feed, you will see somebody's post. You will see somebody's post mm -hmm. um, and you can always respond to it. And sometimes the algorithm is such that it isn't showing you the one that has the most engagement. Sometimes it shows you one that has not very much engagement at all, which yeah. I think is great because you, it, because sometimes we miss it or maybe some, you, you know what I mean? Our group is getting to such a, a level of large mm -hmm. <laughs> that that's what happens. So yeah. I like the fact that I can still scroll and see and see it in my feed. I would hate it to start to have to pay. Mm hmm. That's just lame. And then if somebody, what, how would we feel? So, and, and this is another conversation. What if it isn't that? What if it is actually inserting ads in the same way that they are inserted in regular feeds? And somebody can, could somebody buy an ad via Facebook to show up it, inside of our group? make me crazy yeah truly crazy because that's that happens, not us if that happens i might have to literally it may be just the excuse i need to go off the deep end yeah right <laughs> especially because in i the would social be so world. upset about that especially in the social world i don't know if i could take oh my it. gosh and so anyway that was the one that was the most disturbing to me and i was just like yes, I, hope, I hope i hope not because this you. is gonna really wreck the majority of us are really on facebook because we love groups mm-hmm yeah. Anyway, would you like to um, let's talk about Pod Fusion really quickly? Before we, oh, before we get into because it's so exciting, Pod Fusion people. We have just a few weeks before we we get into this, and I, you know what I love? I love that I'm getting I'm getting such a diverse amount like types of people that are saying that are coming and i'm very excited by this yeah so for those of you who don't know pod fusion is the um one day event that we're putting on before Podfest orlando we are going to elsie and i are going to dive deeper into different ways of podcasting teach you guys how to do different things um, to sort of enhance what you're already doing with your show or incorporate a new aspect whether it's storytelling interviewing um um, 
on the street interviews, um, using your voice, inflection, slow, fast, loud, soft, um, really do something interesting. And then I believe we are also going to allow people to create um, a piece of audio or worker to create one as a group during the event. So we would love for you to come. It's ShePodcast.com forward slash PodFusion, right? Absolutely. ShePodcast.com PodFusion. So, and this is not just a woman's thing. I have, no. um, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So I have a post actually for on the lips and wall on the lips and page that says it's Aaron Lindsay is coming. He says, he got my ticket and I will see you in Orlando. And is it, I'm not um, sure. Patrick Keller coming too? I'm sorry. I, I don't know. Big seance. I could have sworn he said he was. So his, um, I think, podcast is Phantom from Space. That's fun. And so um, I think, so we we will play a little bit with that or horror show or oh, he just actually read. Anyway, I'm looking at his page right now trying to figure out like, what, or wait, two middle-aged dudes and a microphone podcast. Wait, what? That's, that's who's going to be there? That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's yeah, I know. See? I mean, so, it doesn't get much more simple of a title than that. Right? Is that not the perfect title? It's the perfect title. It. In fact, that could apply to this show as well. Two middle-aged <laughs> chicks and a microphone. <laughs> well, I call you dude all the time. In fact, if you look at iTunes, how many shows does that not apply to? <laughs> it's really a shorter list, isn't it? <laughs> It is, isn't it? It's a shorter list. Who that doesn't oh my God, apply I to? I love it. I love. <laughs> I love. So I have some weird pop fusion stuff going on in my family. Okay. Um, it, okay. It's the first trip we were, you know, because it's near Disney, we're going to take Isaac to Disney. Um, and Scott, since he was born, ha- since not since Scott was born, since Isaac was born, has been having, you know, some kind of chronic lung issue. It's like he's constantly coughing. Da, 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 da. Well, he just did a bunch of blood work. It comes back that he has something called immunoglobin G deficiency, which mm. um, it's an immune. It's a yeah, he has an immunity problem that keeps making him get sick. So I don't know if it's been the lung thing or the fact that he just keeps getting sick because of this deficiency. Um, so to make a long story short, every time he gets on a plane, he gets ill. And um, and we didn't realize that it was an immunity. We just assumed it was like lung thing and, you know, pneumonia. And we it was either take Isaac to Disney in February or take Isaac to Disney in Anaheim in August where it's going to be it's going to be hot. It's further. It's more expensive. Um, so we had already, you know, decided to do it in Disney and then he hasn't been feeling well since Emily died. He had pneumonia. Then he had the flu. Then he had a cough. Like he's been sick for over a month and he was sick even before she passed too. So he's been hemming and hawing about whether or not we should go to Orlando. And I'm like, it's cheaper. It's a shorter flight. You know, um, it's going to be milder weather. It'd probably be a better trip for you. So Anyway, he just got this blood work back yesterday, read his own labs, kind of told me what he had. And I was like, okay, I will admit I was half listening because I have a lot of stuff on my mind. And, and, and not only that, but, but Scott, so you have to realize like this is a man who um, is terrified of germs, obsessive compulsive about cleaning, and you hand that man a chronic illness and you have a chronic Googler. 
is what you have. You have a man who's constantly telling you about medical things where like the one subject in life I can't speak to because not only do I have no knowledge whatsoever of the human body and how it functions, but like I I could barely pass biology in high school. Like I'm all chemistry. I'm no biology. And so it all goes over my head. I never know what he's saying. And at the best I can do is pretend. Whereas he probably should have been a doctor. He's fascinated by all of it. He's good. He's diagnosing himself, reading his own blood work, yelling at the doctors for not catching stuff he's catching. And so, all right. So like, so yeah, he's obsessed. And so, and yeah, my daughter just passed away. Like I'm not. So anyway, so yesterday he gets his blood work. He reads it. We wake up this morning (laughs) And, like, he starts stomping around the bedroom, and I'm like, I hear him coughing in the bathroom, and he comes out. I'm like, you're okay, hon? He goes, no. I'm like, all right, well, is it more than normal? And he was like, I have something on my mind. And I just let him, you know, and I'm waiting for the punchline, which never comes. So I go, are you going to share it with me, or maybe not now? And he turns to me, and he goes, you don't care anything about my thing that I Googled, and I was like, that I have. And I was like, what are you talking about? He said, I told you everything that I had yesterday. You have not looked it up. You have not Googled it. You want me to go to Orlando. You want me to get on a plane, which is filthy, go to an airport, which is filthy, and then walk around Disney, which isn't the happiest place on earth. It's the filthiest place on earth. You're trying to kill me. You're trying to kill me. He goes, why don't you just take me to Chuck E. Cheese and make me lick all the toilet seats? Oh. And I was like, I just look at him for a minute. Because, like, I don't even know how to respond to this at this point. Like, I, it's he's right. It didn't sink in what he was saying to me. Immunoglobulin, like, that means nothing to me. I don't know what the hell that means. Why right, would right. I? I don't even know what it means to have a paper. Like, I can't even bandage my own paper cuts. Like, I don't know what that means. So I'm just like, I just look at him. And he was like, I can't believe you guys wanted to do this. And if I don't go, Laura's going to take him to Disney for the first time. And if I do go, I'm going to die. Oh. And I just was like, okay, I went to get Isaac's outfit, come back and start dressing him. He calmed down for a minute. And then I look at him and I go, well, I guess I owe you an apology. (laughs) And he was like, you don't owe me an apology. And I'm like, I mean, I certainly don't want you, Scott Kupferman, to lick toilet seats. So that's how you feel about it. You don't go. And he was like, I can't go and I can't not go. I don't know what to do. And I was like, I know what to do. You can't go. So then Isaac doesn't come. How come? And, you know, and then it was like a whole, how come everyone else gets to take him to do things for the first time? And I was like, never mind. Do you just, you can't go. You guys can't come. Okay, fine. So they can't come. I mean, cause I'm already, and I mean, you go through this every time we have an event. This is the first time I've taken multiple people to an event, including a child. Like I've had Scott. Scott came with me to the per- first podcast movement and he was delightful. He took classes. We had dinner together. This is a baby, my niece, my sister-in-law and my mother-in-law that was going to come and go to Disney while I worked with you guys. And so lately, as it gets closer, I am like, oh, my God, what if they come find me with their bathing suits on and they're like, hi, mom. Like what? What if you know? Like I've been panicking because of maybe the lack of boundaries that happen in my in my family. And by the way, this conversation is between you and me and the thousands of you that are listening. If Scott does show up and you tell him <laughs> that I said that he said I wanted him to lick toilet seats, I'll never forgive any of you, and I will find out. I'll come to your hotel room and I'll smother you in your sleep. 
I'm just telling you right now, this is between you and me. Don't say bounce bitch to him and don't say this to him either. <laughs> I'm confiding did in you. Did you hear that? Thousands of people. And did you hear that? It's you and me, Elsie, and the thousands of people. I know people it listening. is. It's just <clears throat> us. It's I'm counting us. on you. I'm confiding in all of you. You're my friends. Yes. I trust you. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, like, that's that was my conversation just this morning. Which is almost, it's not a relief, because of course I don't want him to be too sick to go. But, you know, I really never thought of Disney as the filthiest place on earth. It kind of is, it, dude. He called it it's a like, cesspool of disease. It, it is. <laughs> it's got to, and you know what? And here, here's even more, if you wanted me to add a little bit to it. It's a little bit more humid over there, which I think it's a little bit That's easier. That's true. Like, you know, it's like. It is more humid in Orlando, but it's not going to be as hot because it's February, but it is humid, which also would bother him. I know the plane bothers him, but basically he woke up feeling like he was going to be plunged knee deep into a Petri dish. Right. And then he might get even sicker. And and he was like having a panic attack. Yeah. So, yeah. So like there's two schools of thought, I guess. And I mean, he went to the doctor today, so there's no diagnosis other than his own. There's no like. I have no idea what a treatment plan is, if there's a treatment plan, how chronic it is. I don't know any of these things. But I have two thoughts in my head. One, bubble up and live as long as you can in that bubble. Or two, take your kid on a wild trip to Disney and then perish by Christmas. Like, what What do you cha- – like, if you knew – it's sort of a weird – scenario right like and i again i don't know the answers i only know the questions that are running through my head which are like if this is chronic does he have to live in a bubble is that better than just taking your family to wherever you want to take them paris scotland israel and then you know and getting sick after but you have done what you've wanted to do or do you just live 20 years not doing shit yeah i don't know what's better or worse i don't know what the answer is I don't want him not to be around, but I don't want him to be around and miserable. Who would want that? You know, he, Scott, this is the other thing is like, I always feel like I'm going to live to be 180 because I'm unbothered by shit. Whereas Scott's the kind of person that's like, if I have Alzheimer's and I start needing a diaper, just smother me in my sleep. I don't want to <laughs> live if I can't remember my own name. And I was like, but you won't remember you've said this and therefore I'm off the hook. And he was like, no, no. He was like, if I get too old or I can't remember or if I'm a vegetable or if I can't speak or if I, he always is telling me if something happens where he can't be himself to smother him. He has said it over and over and over. He's the type of dude that wants to be smothered. So this is the kind of thing that's going to make him miserable hmm. if he can't do stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So these are the kinds of questions. It's like you have to figure out what kind of person you are. I could totally be in a bubble. I, could, I would build a house that I loved being in. And I would just, you know, if I want to go to Greece, I'll get a virtual reality camera, put it on my head. I'll be happier than a pig and shit. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't care. I mean, I do want to travel, but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I have a cool enough place to live, I'm cool. That's what I think. I think that you need to have a poll. I think that you should make a poll for our listeners to see what they think. You know, we'll have a link in the show notes. For I think most podcasters poll. are going to be like me. We're a bunch of introverts. So if I had to guess to, to be able to go and whatnot and yeah, no, I mean, I don't think he can go. His doctor said if he gets on a plane, he's probably going to, you know, he'll blow up with disease. He can't, I don't think he can go, but, but I do think it's interesting. The, the questions that have come up as far as like your quality of life and things like that. Um, 
you know, but then also it also came, this whole thing has come up for me also where it's like is would have been the first time that I brought a whole family and I was a little petrified. That's a lot. I mean, I haven't seen your family um, infiltrate your mojo so much. Tiny bit. Do they? Well, it, it does when it comes to that kind of stuff because I mine is going to be there and it's going to be tough because I sort of... Uh, you're, they're there uh, every time, a, though. I don't Are have time up. Do you ever get used to it? No, I don't. Well, this is going to be the second time. You know, I don't know how to get used to it. It's what do you mean? Of, I thought they. Oh no, I guess they don't always come with you. No, they don't. The that time. was actually so my Chicago time away. Was the first time. Yes, usually it's my time away. Usually it's like when I go, and then I can just focus on doing my thing and being like uh, 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 an away. individual woman mm-hmm. minus <laughs> extra limbs or well, listen, responsibilities at that moment. I will probably now have. I'll get a suite so that. You know, I have an extra bed in case you still would like to get away at some point. Oh my gosh! And this way, nice. you will have a you will have a little bit of a, a hideout, and also we could meet clients there. Speaking of that, if you guys want to work with us while we're in Orlando, I think we'll have time. Elsie, do you think you might have time? I'm not sure, dude. I'm not sure because I have to be. I'm like the lips and Dave and I are running the show over there. After well, that, I'll have time. And, you'll you have want to time. talk so about we'll monetization see. and sponsorship. Yeah. I will have, have time. time. As far as Elsie having time maybe two or three clients over a five-day period, and that's maybe. So if you're interested, send us an email, info at shepodcast.com. Let us know what you want, and we'll see if we can make it work. Um, that was an unexpected pitch, but I thought I'd mention it. Whatevs. Um, but yeah, so interesting stuff happening here. And then I also think, like, what in life? What did I do in a past life? What? 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 You know what it is? I think this is why these things are happening to me. I'll tell you what it is. I have the indistinguishable curse of having a happy childhood. And so now I'm due. I had parents who loved each other. I lived in a relatively nice house. I went to summer camp every summer. I mean, I didn't have a lot of friends. So there was some suffering, but not as much as others. You suffered more than me. John suffered more than me. Most people had a crappier childhood than me. So now that I'm adult, I'm reaping. It's karma. I'm reaping what's due. That's what's happening. You know what else I think it is? I don't go to synagogue enough. You think so? I'm being punished. All right. I'm done lamenting now. Thank you all thousands of you for listening (laughs) to my uh, moral and ethical dilemmas. Yeah, and uh, and 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 a small pity party at the end. Thanks. Wow. I think I'm entitled. Here I don't go. do it that often. So, all right. Why don't we move on for the love of all that is holy to a fun thing we saw on Facebook? Should we talk about this today? Sure, you can go ahead and talk. Yes, go for it. Okay. So, Jared, I think it was Jared. One of the podcast movement guys posted a um <clears throat> a really funny status update that got so many good responses. Um, ruin this show in four words. Oh, you ruin this interview. Oh, was it? Ruin this interview? Yeah. Ruin yes. this interview in four words. And I mean, I thought the answers were hilarious. They're hilarious. Really, so it was many good ideas. So many good ideas. And what was so, so many ways to ruin an interview. But it, what was so cool is that it was all podcasters. And that's like, it would be such an inside joke. Because, you know, if, if a regular person went in there and read that, they'd be like... What are they talking about? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was so fun, though. 
I love it. We're going to have to put a, sh- a link in the show notes to that thread so that you guys can see it. And it's part of the um, podcast movement group. If you guys are not part of that, it's a really good group. There's a, it's a different feel than, of course, than she podcast, but it's also a different feel than some of the other groups that are out there. So um, you guys should definitely check it out. Definitely. What was the one you wrote? Do you remember? Um, no, I don't. I but don't the stuff. Are, oh, something like, oh, I have to, I have to go or something like that. I have to go soon. Yeah. I don't so, Skype much. I don't. <laughs> That's usually a, a, a good indicator. It's not going to go well. I don't Skype much. Is this thing on? Oh, my gosh. There's so there were such great ones in there. And I can't believe how easy it was to get them into four, four words. Which mm-hmm. is, Do I get the recording? <laughs> yes. I mean, that's five. But yes, it was so easy. Oh, it's so nice. So yeah, was... post the link. It was really funny. But if you want to send us your ruin this in four words, ruin this episode in four words. Yeah. Uh, please send it feedback at shepodcast.com. You can even just put it in the subject line and we'll, and we'll do some for you. They were really funny. Really, really funny. So good. We're going to have to do some of that stuff here. You guys can send some to, into us maybe so that we could. Yeah. Do them. All right. That was enthusiastic. That Next. was very enthusiastic. Sweet. Um, so let's do some news. Some news. The news you can use. For the informed podcaster, podcasting news. So we have a lot of news, and I think I want to skim through some of these and have like the Jess take on some of these. Number one is probably not the best and most positive one. (laughs) Let's skip it for now then, I guess. No? Yes? Well, we could just talk about it really quickly and just say that podcasters are killers too. Yeah. Um, yes. Hey, if Judas Priest can be responsible, so can a podcast. <laughs> no, this guy. No, dude, this guy actually did murder somebody. It's not that it was like influenced by. No, this guy was a podcaster and he killed someone. Man, I hate when that happens. <laughs> oh, my God. So here we go. No, I little... hate when that happens. Oh, my God. And it's, I'm going to give you a little social media angle to this, though, because, of course, this is a podcast. This is about podcasting, even if you didn't think it was. So here's a quote from an article that we're going to link in the show notes. The report also references an audio recording made prior to the Arving Plaza shooting in which Tax proclaimed his willingness to open fire if a group of men were to approach him. At the end of the clip, he says Troy's name. You can hear the clip above. So that, there's like the thing there. That says, can, it says, do we di- give it to John to play the clip? No, dude. It's like up there. Yeah, I should have done that, but no, it's not. In I addition, Detective Flores says he was able to identify the Florida man who brought the gun that was used in the Irving Plaza shooting, a nine millimeter Caltech semi automatic gun, to, the New York, to New York through pictures on social media. I know from my review of social media, including photographs depicting the two together, among other devices, that the man who brought the gun to New York is an associate of Daryl Campbell, a.k.a. Taxstone, the defendant. So basically, this cat, um, he killed somebody. Mm-hmm. He just went out and he talked about it on his podcast, which is even a bigger podcast hook um, that the podcast is basically going to be evidence of him saying, if this dude gets unfair. close to me, I will shoot him. And he did. <laughs> oh, yes, he did. He shot that the guy. That seems very unfair. 
Yes. So what's unfair that he <laughs> that they're using his show against him? Why? He totally shot. It's like everybody can listen. Anybody can listen to our stuff and use it against us. That seems unfair. Why? It's out for it's Why public. Is it's in the public domain. It's public domain, dude. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but it just yeah. doesn't seem fair to me. No, I don't know. I think that it's very fair. If you take a picture of the gun that you're going to shoot the guy with and then don't expect them to use it, it's the same thing. It's sort of like the guys, you know, those other like lame criminals. He didn't know the guy was going to get murdered. Or maybe he did. But I'm just saying, what no, if he didn't? That he seems unfair. Did, but he did it. <clears throat> He's, How do you know? Does he know? Do we know he did it? Yes, he did. He's guilty. He has yes. been found guilty. Yes. All right, then never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't just like all of a sudden like was like, hey, this guy said he would kill him. Well, then the Let's next just question use is that. what kind of an idiot, what kind of an idiot plans a murder on a podcast and then follows through? That's what he did. You have to be a moron of the nth Degree. That's what I'm saying. He's no. Wait a minute. But this article says that he was. Um, what does it say? A smart, well balanced person who <laughs> left his criminal history behind him. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the part I read. I didn't read the well, part. Oh wait, there's an actual video. Oh dear. No. Well, that video. Well, see, because there's. Oh my god. This is what it says. A hip-hop podcast host arrested in connection with a concert venue shooting that left a rapper's bodyguard dead and three other people wounded is a killer and a danger to the community <laughs> unworthy of bail. This is why we shouldn't skim Tuesday. articles. Yeah, No, right. you should not. That was, no, the, the, I, that was, that was the beginning. <laughs> that was, yes. Daryl Campbell, also known yeah. as Taxstone, was arrested Monday on federal weapons position charge stemming from the May shooting at the oh, Irving right. Plaza in Manhattan just before rapper T.I. was to perform. I mean, what so else basically, is there to say except way to go, numbnuts? Exactly. That was stupid. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. Listen, that's no, murder I mean, 101. Not- <laughs> and I'm not even a killer. Even I know how to do it better than you. Well, that's what I'm saying. So Wait, anyway. Or am I? Just kidding. Um, um, yeah. Now they're going to use that against me in case exactly. anyone else dies around me in the next year. They'll know. All I'm saying is that throughout this entire trial, bits and pieces of media basically put him at the scene and convicted him because God. it was everywhere. It was like he said it on the podcast. There's a picture of the gun. Everybody knew he was there. Like there were, there were and there were cameras everywhere. People caught like it was just... There are always cameras everywhere now. Yeah. You can't get away with doodles. Right. So there's that. So anyway, there's that. Um, so moving on to another bit of news here that we had. You know, I I saw positive in this, although I was schooled on this. This is a um, an article from TechCrunch, and it says, The White House is adding four Skype seats to its press briefings. Yeah. So... Let me let me read the good stuff. Let me read the stuff that like I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. So it seems like, you know, the press secretary um, said we're excited to open up uh, into the field and full into the field and fold here. A diverse group of journalists from around the country who may not have the convenience or funding to travel to Washington. I think this can benefit us all Mm, by giving a platform to voices that are not necessarily based here in the Beltway. Right. Like Russia. (laughs) 
So what he actually said was, as you know, we're all about big viewerships and large audiences here. So I want to tell you about an effort we're undertaking here in the press briefing room to offer more access yeah, to a group of journalists from around the country. It doesn't say out of the country, but it doesn't. No. Oh. All right, so from around the country. Um what I, mean, I that's liked. Nice. What I liked, but that it said who may not have the convenience or funding to travel to Washington. I mean, there are a lot yeah. of smaller entities that would like to report or bring issues up to the White House or have a conversation about something that's happening and they may not necessarily have Exactly. The funds or even the access to be able to go to a press hearing. Um, so basically, uh, the, the last article, the last uh, paragraph for this article says the four seats could ultimately prove a good opportunity for outside parties to get a crack at one of the world's most elite bits of press real estate. But, but given how much pushback the administration has already given the media in the lead up to the inauguration and every day since, it's worth keeping an eye on how the White House ultimately divvies things up. So that mm-hmm. just basically leaves it open. Now, here's the thing. This is what I thought. I was like, oh, wow, that's a neat opportunity for us, like even podcasters who are, you know, creating podcasts that are around or about specific issues or minorities or uh, any kind of different type conversation or even proper news, things like that, that maybe we are, in fact, considered journalists and part of the media whenever we attend conferences. Why not something like this? Maybe we can do this. Maybe one of us can get a seat like this. So most of our She Podcasters were like, oh, that would be kind of neat. Like, yes, that's nice. Blah, blah. Then we got one that said, this is the way of the, um, this is basically what the administration is doing to get everybody out. Period. Because having virtual people there are easier to shut up than having an actual human saying, hey, no, 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 hey, hey, you know, waving their arms and doing things like humans do, like, listen to me, like my, my five-year-old would be great, great inside yes, the press conference, yes, like exactly yeah. what she would do. She'd be like, they ah, interrupt and they me. yell. No, excuse me. Hello. You didn't. Hi. You know, that kind of stuff. You didn't answer me, Mr. President or whatever guy. I mean, that's there. a smart tactic. I would like to have one of the seats so that I could attend all the press conferences with no pants on. <laughs> Just for my own personal satisfaction, I would like to have no pants, and I would, and I would, and I would, I would, I would um, reserve the right to wear no pants to any and all press conferences. So, yeah. if that gives my seat away, or yeah. if it convinces anyone to give me one, fantastic. See. But anyway, so let us know what you guys think. Is this a pro or a bad thing? Because it's like, I thought it was a good thing. I didn't realize that maybe that could be like the end of human media at the White House. There's never going to be that. No. I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I actually don't know. I'm like, I thought, ooh, that would be kind of neat. I'd like to have one of our voices out there. Shall we say yay? Or it's only four seats. How could it be the end of in-person media? Because maybe I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I have no idea. I don't know how that's going to be. Like all of a sudden, he can possibly go like, "Hey, the Skype thing is working really well. No, lo- no longer are we going to support a, ha- a live human being to come in here from the press. You have to be on Skype, and you there are going to be pre-recorded questions, and we will edit it all together, so that nobody can be interrupted and nobody can say or dissent." You know, I know it's not starting out well for PT, but if he does not make friends with the media, he's going to have some problems. So, 
Yeah, I think. I think there's a lot of crazy people out here. And the more he does crazy stuff and then doesn't get honest with the press and the media about what's actually going on, if he doesn't keep us informed, I mean, I guess that's his right. But it starts to feel a little more like North Korea. And there's going to be some problems, I think. I think he will have, I mean, I guess, yeah, it's four years. But he already has probably teams and teams of people looking for any possible way to impeach him. Right. I don't think he wants journalists who, by the way, it's their job to be nosy uh, on that list. So I'm just saying I think it won't go well. It's already not going well and it's going to get worse. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I just don't think that's a good idea. The the press and the and the president need to play nicely together. I watch House of Cards. (laughs) I know how it goes. That journalist ended up dead. It just seems like that is House of Cards now. So I'm always like, what is happening? This is like all of Do you watch House of Cards? It is almost exactly like House of Cards. I know. It's frightening as hell. It's super, The only difference is Melania doesn't seem to have a brain in her head. But other than that. Oh, come on. I know. Listen, I'm not trying to put women down specifically. I just don't find anyone who plagiarized the speech from the exact first lady right before her that smart. At least go a few back. Well, the (laughs) thing. Okay, I mean, I I don't want to like so she hasn't she hasn't really said anything, and yeah, somebody probably gave it to her. she. It's like I don't know. There's a part, and I'm again, I'm just I cannot judge the woman. She hasn't really done anything other than just Steal be there. Michelle Obama's speech. Well, yeah, but the thing is, did she even know? Is that enough? Did she know? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, what are you saying? Don't make fun of the foreigner? No, no, no. I'm that saying seems I'm saying that maybe 92. she got the speech. I'm sure she didn't go go say I will I will do this. I will plagiarize Michelle Obama's speech. I don't think she actually went out of her way and did that. No, somebody and wrote it for her. Somebody might have given it to her. She yes, doesn't understand course. what the protocol is. If she we probably hire... didn't even know all the words. But that's not the point. I mean, she could have written something from her own heart if she had a brain. And I'm not saying she's stupid because she's beautiful. There's been lots of beautiful first ladies. And I'm not making fun of the way I thought she's been dressed very tastefully since he's been the president. I do think it's hilarious that people take her um, her resting bitch face and make it out to be that she's in some kind of beautiful relationship. If you Google on Twitter, free Melania, you'll pee yourself laughing. Because like every there's every picture. Anytime she's not smiling at the Donald, people say she's like, Scared for her life, which is ridiculous, I think. They do look awkward. I mean, they don't look as in love as the Obamas. But, like, there's a lot of ways you can, quote, tear women down, unquote. But my thing is smarts. I'm not sure she's that smart. That's all. There's also – and, again, I'm not – I just kind of don't want to judge her at this moment from that. Because, you know, I would have not known if – all I want to say is that if somebody had hired – at that moment, now I would do it. But if I was going to be first lady or somebody and I, you know, had one of the best speech writers working for me because I was going to be given this big, huge speech. Right. Mm-hmm. And I and I know they're working for me because I'm paying them a lot of money to write this speech. And you would think that this is what they do for a living. And then they present it to you. You read it and you go, wow, this is kind of thank you so much. This is great. I think this can work. Everybody works with you about this. You practice it because I'm sure you did. And not one person not one person mentions that this is a plagiarized speech. Not one person on our team. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm I saying. Know. And for you to be like, okay, then I'm going to just put my speech inside of Google to no, see if I, it's plagiarized. Uh, Would you do yeah. that? No. 
Well, that's I would have trusted th- them. That's what I'm saying. It's I think that that it's so. It's like I'm not. Of course, that's awful. All right, let me rephrase. Now I'm starting to feel bad for her a little bit. I'm just. I'm you're just right. She's it's probably awful. framed, and she has no defense. She has no defense because of what you're saying. You're right. She has to trust who's taking care of her. She has to trust her husband because she's in it to win it. What else can she do now, whether she likes it or not? She's been married to him for years and years, 12 years. They just celebrated their 12th anniversary. So, um, you know, whether she likes it or not, she's the first lady now. What can you do? I don't know. I was like, I, I don't know. I just like re- refrain from judgment at this moment about because well, I don't know who this person is. You know, I mean, Michelle Obama has given she has acted out. She has done many things. There's many words that she has said. There's many actions that she has taken. There's there's a lot of interactions that we can see. I can I can see her and know the kind of woman that she is re- minus Obama himself. Just Michelle, just as a woman, as mm-hmm. as this, I know her because I see all of these different things that she has done, and the and her children and all that kind of stuff. So you know, and there's been this has happened in many years. I did not know Michelle Obama before she was, you know, the first lady. No, why so, would you? Right? I mean, for most, I mean, a lot in in that scope. So I, all I'm saying is, I do not in any way again know Melania at all, uh, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, and I don't know what the goings on are in back there. Like honestly, it's like if it's like House of Cards, holy cow! You know, I know you're right. So sorry, just, you're right. I'm you're right. I take it all back. <clears throat> and uh, I'm not trying. I to take it all up. back. Oh my god! Oh, right, I but, know you're not. I know you're not. All right. So just, how about I'm this? I'm doing it for you. Okay. Really quick, and uh, this is kind of like Forbes has a podcast. Do you want to guess what kind of podcast it is? Big. No, like what type of? Oh podcast? no. What type of oh, podcast no. would Forbes put together? Forbes I mean, you would podcast. hope a business and money tips type of thing, but no, wait, it's going to be interviews of <laughs> entrepreneurs. <laughs> what? So I just thought I'd put that out there. By just... the way, for those of you who don't recognize that, that those are the Muppet monsters, the yes. two-headed Muppet monster sleeping. Wait, there's another, there Street. was another cartoon, one of those little cartoons. is another cartoon? I mean, yes, it's the monsters. And also, I've seen like, you know, a Porky Pig or something, like one of those cats, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> they used to do that same Maybe noise too. Bugs Bunny used to snore, yeah. Well, anyway, but anyway, anyway. Forbes, right. come on, dude, dude. Wow. <laughs> What's sad is that also you're listen, you could already just make the case for being unhappy with them for going on podcast one. Oh, that's right. I could. Womp, 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 womp. So, well, well, there's that. So we'll see. I haven't heard yep. it. So who knows? Maybe they have like a new interesting take on interviews. Hey, I don't know. Um, this came into my inbox today. This is ABC pushes podcasts with mini ads. So they're going to be doing a TV campaign. And this is not ABC here in the United States. This, I believe, is ABC um, radio, one, two, ABC three. local radio, something like that. ABC um, radio. Yeah. And so what they're doing is this is actually a full-on campaign to it's drive... It's a TV campaign yes, to promote t- the podcast. To promote all of their podcasts. So it um, is sort of like... Is this the ABC that has like a bunch, but they're all local? 
I believe so. But these are all. Yeah. The Forget what in- city that was, but I remember talking to you about this. So, um, but unless, but see, this is what gets me though, because this is from a website called mumbrella.com.ua, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I have mm-hmm. never heard of before. And it sounds like a very strange title, but then I, and is it for women? Like, I have no idea. So anyway, it's from Mumbrella, Mumbrella.com. And then it begins like this. The ABC is aiming to drive more radio listeners to podcasts with the launch of its first ever TV campaign promoting the on-demand content. I don't know why they called it The ABC, because I would have just said ABC is aiming to. So Because it's meant to be... Maybe they should have said the ABC network. Well, see, this is why, because now it says, and then it continues, the work created internally by the ABC's creative yeah, department. Yeah, I just noticed that. Yeah. ABC made, yeah. <laughs> ABC made aims to raise further awareness, uh, audience awareness of the podcast, which saw downloads jump 23% in 2016 to 130 million to 167 million. Um, so basically, they're wanting to have people know about this. And these are little 30-second clips, and they basically show... Um, a farmer woman, a mom, and a guy who's working out. And the whole premise around this is that it's very noisy. Like the mom is like, you know, her kids, one of them's playing the drums, and then the other one is playing some kind of flute. And um, she is sitting there looking at her kids playing this music and she's like oh my god it's so loud and then she puts the podcast on in her ears and then you can hear the overlay of the music of the podcast audio and then she kind of exhales it's like ah and the farmer is the same thing she's outside all her animals are making quacking sounds and clicking sounds and things like that (laughs) and she's like oh my god the animals and then she puts (laughs) headphones on (laughs) and then she goes ah you know she relaxes and then the guy who is doing a workout by with with some like super like crazy crazy person who is working him out like total like Nazi dude going you work out jump up and down run blah you know he's just screaming at them to work out and the guy's like sweating bullets and he's just like I'm done man and he puts his headphones on and then he chills out because there's like a comedy podcast in his ears now and he starts running happily so <clears throat> and it I basically have to tell you something what. The ABC in this mm-hmm. case is the <clears throat> Australian Broadcasting Company. Uh huh. Not not American. our ABC or not our ABC. Not the ABC. It's here. The Australian Broadcasting Corporation. Still though. I mean, yes, For, it's big. I mean, Australia is huge, but it's not our network. No, it's, it's not. Network. But still though, they're doing it. They're doing it. And, and I think that this is a great idea. But that would explain why they're calling it the. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> so I was always like, don't. why the ABC? Because it's, it's not our ABC. Yeah. It's not just ABC. Because I've never heard the... of ABC made and you would think I would have. So I decided to Google. I looked at the tag from the article, ABC, mm. to pull other articles up. And yeah, they're talking about Australia. Yeah. So, but, okay. but what's really, really neat about this is that they're doing, you know, they basically focusing on this thing and i think that this is fantastic to be able to do that let me see if i can get the because i think they have a they have a saying at the end oh hear the world differently is what their catchphrase is so after watching the video then at the end it says hear the world differently Mm -hmm. which is kind of nice so anyway that's a good idea for you guys to run with 
making a little 30 second promo of hear the world differently differently. And this is the first time that I've seen somebody it's a cool promo. Yeah. I, this is the first time that I've, that I've seen anyone tackle teaching what podcasting is, even if it's only for 30 seconds and maybe you'll still be a little bit confused, but they're, they're tackling on, they're actually diving into how, when would you listen to a podcast? What, what does pod, listening to a podcast look like in the world? And I think that they're also going to be focusing on how to create ways for people to really easily download podcasts for their podcasts. So good for them for doing this. Yay. Yay. Yay for you. Um, one last bit of news here. The challenge uh, for open podcasting. This was from it's a... It's not a bit. It's not a bit. It's a whole to do you've it's posted here. It's a whole here. to do. I know, but we're only going to read a little bit of it because I really don't want to All right. deal with the entirety of the whole Fair thing. Enough. There okay. is a, again, on Podcast Movement, the group, there is a permalink that we will put in the show notes here, guys, where there is a all to do. A very large and animated, an animated discussion about this. Yes. And so this came from a, um, you know, the email newsletter from Nick Qua, Hot Pot, Hot Pod, Hot Todd, Hot. <laughs> Hot toddy. Hot topic. Hot, hot pockets. It's hot pockets. <laughs> hot toddy. It's hot pockets. <laughs> what the hell? That's like eight different words can fit in there. And we like used them all. Hot pockets. Okay. Hot. <laughs> That's what it's. We're going to from now on refer to Nick's uh, newsletter as hot pockets. Hot pockets. Hot yeah. pockets. Um, he basically brought to light this new kind of thing happening, which is called syndicated media. And it's like a group of people here. So he, here's what syndicated media is. Syndicated media is being envisioned as a community-driven space to guide discussions and foster decisions on a set of open standards to be adopted by a critical mass of the podcast community. Those standards would decide stuff like, say, a base... Uh, a base set of RSS 2.0 extensions for newcomers to the architecture to get started with, or the basic way folks should go about incorporating rich media in their podcast publishing efforts and so on. Give everyone a common baseline and language to interact with each other, the thinking goes, and that'll make it easier for people to get involved. All right? So I'm having such a hard time following his train of thought lately. I know it, it, it is tough. It's very heady. So basically what, what, what this is doing is that it's allowing for extra little bits of information to be added into your feed. And so that everybody kind of talks to one another and everybody's okay with it. Meaning a lot of times iTunes changes things that you need to add in terms of tagging, like your artwork tag stuff or like, you know, the end feed tag stuff. Like this is all super, super geeky stuff. And so what there are some other people that want to have more information added to the feed, maybe the names of the hosts, maybe um, a little bit of extra uh, bits and pieces of uh, time codes or things like that that can be put inside of the feed itself. So it could enrich the feed. Sometimes you could even put artwork and things like that inside of the feed itself for the specific episode or Why a different time. Why do we want time. that? Well, why? there's some people that do want that. In fact, in um I you, you know, I heart, why? I heart Media does have a lot more information for their feed. So if you want to submit your podcast into I heart Media, you have to fill up like a bunch of uh, all this extra information. You can actually have up to f- 
up to 10 people who are co-hosts for your podcast. You can have pictures for each one of your co-hosts. You can have like, you can have all of this stuff. You can, you can have all of that inside of the RSS feed. And there's some people who are asking for it. And, you know, Lipson actually provides that separately. So you have a separate feed for iHeartMedia and your regular feed. Why is it good? It's good because you can add more information. If, if it is supported by the end game. So there's sometimes... Well, exactly. Like, how does the listener get the extra? Only if you have iHeartMedia, you'll get all the extra stuff. So what these guys are doing is that they just want to make sure that the language about adding all these extra tags is the same. So that not everybody starts to make up whatever it is that they want to make up. And so everybody tags, let's say... Tag, let's say there's a new tag your feed, your kids. Like, let's say for whatever reason you want to have your kids' names inside the thing, right? And then somebody wants to tag tag kids or tag children or tag, uh, you know, babies. And everybody has a different name for the same thing. They just want it to be named the same so that everybody's on the same boat. And this would Why be a really is this a problem? There's no problem. There's, that's basically what it is. The, 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 I think the point of, of what I'm saying here is that it's that simple, but people are making it out to be a much larger issue than it's supposed to be. Hence the conversation that I barely linked, that I looked at, and I, my blood pressure, I was just like, oh my God, this is so scary to read this. I it's making my. I understand why it's based on how you described it. What's the freaking problem? I know! Exactly. Any entity can add elements. Yes. The adoption of those elements is then the company's responsibility who introduced them to gain adoption. The community at large can judge them, make sure that they better the space versus trying to control it. But the specs are set in stone. But as I said, this is Todd Cochran. Elements can be added. It's just up to the community to decide if they're going to adopt them. Right. It's no, What's the problem? There's no problem. I think people are just like getting all weirded out about stuff. And that's people what people are like, what? Let the companies decide or let the market decide? I think I that they I don't, don't understand. understand. The, 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 the thing is, is, a lot of people, even you guys, y'all listening, are probably going to be all confused about what's up with this, what I just said. And then you're going to be like, what does that even I mean, matter? Like, well, what, what is you that? said, which is a miracle in itself. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that there's a lot of people that don't understand how basic this is. And the guy who started it, you know, the guy who started this together has really clear goals. He's a good guy. He's not some crazy person who wants to take over the world. And he's not an evil person. So it's actually a good thing. I think that people can come back and check it out. It's not going to be, it's not going to, ruin podcasting so anyway why are people always worried about ruining podcasting? stop know. it just it's do okay. your show it's all right people so anyway that was that it's okay i it's think all we right. are done with my news yay Woo! Woo-hoo! that was great all that right. was amazing we're gonna be wrapping it up here <clears throat> soon but we do have to talk about some of these fun things right before we leave how's that yes please let's do some tool tips elsie's tool tips I'm going to piggyback off off of this because I've been really excited about newsletters lately, hence me starting my um, Elsie's Emergency Excitement, which I'll talk about very soon. But my tooltip are inside. If you go to inside.com, I'm not actually sure if it goes straight to there, but it's, there's a reference to newsletters there. If you, if you search for inside.com and newsletters, you will see there will be a direct link in the show notes here. 
Um, and what I love about this specific newsletter, I subscribe to two of their newsletters. I subscribe to the Inside Trump newsletter, which comes twice a week, twice weekly, and I subscribe to Inside Daily Brief daily Doesn't that make your blood pressure rise no it doesn't that's what i'm saying it's actually really great because it's helpful it's very helpful and and it, the inside daily brief i get that in the morning and then the afternoon so there's they come twice and what that does is it curates the information it curates the top news about those issues and what i love about that is that i have to say you know we all have opinions about the political environment every and and it's affecting in so many different ways and there are a lot of people in both sides of the spectrum that are very passionate and very opinionated and there's tons of of um emotion and and it's really hard to call the the actual issue so that you could see it the thing itself, right? So mm-hmm. um, what the Inside Trump does and even Inside the Daily Brief is that it just gives you the headlines of the top articles where you'll get the information. So what I was really pleased about the Inside Trump is that there is no um, editorializing about the news that you get. So you get all of the news about exactly what he did. This is what he signed this is what he didn't sign. This is what's happening. This is the meeting he's going to have. This is what he actually said. And then all of the quotes that are there have no editorial around them. So you, as a person, can read it and make your own decision instead of, can you believe he said this? I'm signing up right now. You know what I mean? And so then, because what happens is, and not, and in no way, shape, or form am I pro or against anything specific here all i'm saying is i'm pro information right now and i am so glad i am so i feel so comfortable reading this that it helps me take action it helps me make better decisions it helps me understand exactly what's important because sometimes the conversations start to to leer off there are a little bit too much about one specific thing when he's out mm-hmm. actually doing other stuff right now that are a lot yeah. is a lot more impactful and you yeah. better just pay attention over on that side yeah so i really <laughs> liked it and it's twice a week and i just got mine yesterday and i kid you not i was like oh this is so great because it's just i can just reference the information with all the quotes with all the the data all the different sources and it's just the Me. best of the best so Neato. Anyway. So there's that. And then the inside the daily gre- d- brief has two, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. And it basically gives you not just the news about Trump, but the entire world so that you'll get the top stories of what's going down everywhere in the world. And I keep finding stuff out that nobody's covering. You know, like there's a lot mm. of there's a bunch of stuff that's happening out in the world that nobody's talking about. Um, so it's really great to be able to see it. I really, really dug it. Uh, doing all kinds of stuff about, um, you know, Japan, China, uh, things that are going down inside of like um, India, all the different types of things that are that are coming out in um, in Russia and things like that, where you can really read about what's what's going down. So Russia, So the reason that I'm bringing this up is because for me it feels a lot safer to open 
an email and feel like I can form my own opinions about stuff and get educated about my own stuff. And it's very easy for me to read up my own time. It's always there. I can reference back to it. And it also is easy. So if there's a day that I'm not really wanting to read news, I can skim and I'll be done. And then, mm-hmm. um, and that's it. And if I don't want to read it, I don't read it. But when I want to read it, it's there for me to reference. And that's why Elsie's emergency and excitement came out because I thought, I want to be able to be somebody that you get a chance to open up in the, you know, on a Saturday morning and skim and you'll be done in less than a minute. You can click through to my links if you want to. You don't have to. It's only three. It's super easy. And it's, it's just a way for me to get creative, a little bit creative out there. And also for you guys to be informed about a few funny, interesting emerge- emergency things for myself. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, that's it. You guys can. I'll have link in the show. I love Elsie's emergency excitement. (laughs) I actually really love it. It's the best. (laughs) So do you have any tips or anything like that going on there, Missy? Yes. Um, There have been people who are wanting to grow their show and they need a tool. I don't remember if I've talked about this one before. So if I have, then just delete it out, John. But I like manage flitter. It's something there's two different services that will do what I'm about to describe. Manage Flitter and Crowdfire app. But basically what they do is you find another Twitter user that has a similar audience and a larger audience. And then you can do what's called copying followers. You you basically start to follow those people that you think might be interested in what you're offering. And then you go through after about a week or so and unfollow the ones that didn't follow you back. Um, It's not a sleazy thing to do. It's a way to grow an audience that's definitely going to be interested in your content. And then, um, you know, just you unfollow the ones that don't follow you back after a week so that your numbers don't get all crazy. Otherwise, you've got 10,000 people you're following and 2,000 people following you, and that's never good. So um, Manage Flitter is a great way to do this. There's tons of cool stuff you can do with it besides that. It will automate this process so that if you choose, for example, I don't know, let's say you chose Podcast Movement. It will start following all the followers of podcast movement automatically. And then after a week, it will unfollow that same list if they didn't follow you back automatically. So you don't really have to do anything except pay $12 a month and watch your Twitter grow. Now, it's important to grow Twitter because, as we've said before, you can't grow your listenership <clears throat> until people know about your show. and They're not going to know about it unless you, they, you, know, you tweet about it or you, people see you posting about it on social media somewhere. And Twitter has a lot of people. So that's why I like Twitter. There's other ways to grow. You can grow on Facebook too. But that's not a tool tip. Uh, that's, that's you know, a monetization list. And this is a tool. ManageFlitter.com is my favorite. Yes. Crowdfire is half the price, but it doesn't automate. Cool. Beans. And it's annoying to use, I think. ManageFlitter is a lot easier. So ManageFlitter.com, I don't have an affiliate link. Um, do I? I don't think I do. And it wouldn't matter anyway, because I just think it's cool. And you guys should try it if you want to start growing your show. So that's my tool tip. Tool tips. All right. All right. So are we ready to go into our weird and wild show of the week? We are. Weird and wild. Weird and wild. Weird and wild. Show of the week. My little baby. Hunty. Hunty. All right. So um, I found this one, which is really great. Um, This is called... um, the apparent podcast, the apparent, which is kind of uh, cool. parent, a uh, parent, a uh, parent, spelled apparent is it apparent. Yeah, apparently, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, like, I like how we had to say that a bazillion. I don't know why, thing. but yeah, right? 
All right, so here's a little bit of the article here that is going to be in the show notes. Students in Brent Wolf's sixth grade English class are learning how to apply what they learn in class to real life with a weekly podcast at Derby North Middle School. So this is about uh, Wolf started a parent podcast four years ago as a parent podcast, but then people other than parents started to listening to it. So um, each student... Each week, students develop a new podcast, which includes school announcements, a joke of the day, contests, public service announcements, interviews with community leaders or teachers, a shout out to sponsors, poetry, ooh, they have sponsors, poetry readings, and more. Students take what they learn in school and find ways to incorporate it into the podcast. Isn't that neat? I awesome. love that. Good so, idea. Yay. Technology and children. Technology you taught them. Totally. I'm super, super stoked on this. So then they actually are monetizing this. Check this out. Students send emails and write letters asking for sponsorship to fund the podcast to look local community members. Sponsors get mentioned in the podcast like alumni of Derby and the Derby Community Foundation, which gave them 750 bucks. How cool is that? That's amazing. So, Good for them. I know. And it's, it's helping them get um, uh, create a website, buy headphones with microphones and things like that. So what is really great about this is because they are, you know, they're literally learning how to become businessmen or businesswomen because they are, they are pitching their own show. They're creating the content. They're able to totally evaluate and analyze the content that they learned in school and put it together and put it out there. So... Anyway, I think that that's fantastic. Hooray, the Apparent Podcast. So Go awesome. ahead and check it out. You can follow them on on Twitter at Apparent Podcast. So so awesome. Super super cool. Um, you got one doll. <laughs> I've never called I got you doll one. before. Oh my God, that's, that's so new. lame. Okay, go I ahead. liked it. Um, so I got an email yesterday from a friend. Her name is Allie Lefevre. I used to, I had her on Lady Business Radio. There's an interview with her there. She's super cool. She lives in Chicago. And I actually met her in person for the first time at Podcast Movement last year. Her podcast just launched and it's not what I expected it to be. It is called Potterotica. <laughs> and Potterotica is Harry Potter erotica. Oh. Ah, so all the characters have grown up and now they're all bopping each other, I guess. So if you want to check it out, I believe it's Potterotica. Let me see. Potterotica.com. That's even hard to It's say. a brilliant idea. Oh, yeah, that's right. From the minds that brought you Potterotica introduced. Oh, they're doing something else called Deathly Swallows. That sounds very dirty as well. Um, wait, this isn't the right website, I don't think. Hold it's, on. Because there's Potterotica. like... There she it, it is. It's Potter Otica. That's right. Yeah, and um, so it's Allie and Lindsay. Yes. Wait, but I think I have the wrong website. There's a Facebook page. There's even there, a- Potterotica.podcast.com. We read erotic Harry Potter fan fiction, oh. one chapter each episode. Such a funny idea. That's a great, anyway, and it's so amazing because it's like ugh, if you're into that so smart. sort of thing. It's pretty smart. Oh my god! And, and like, the- if you look at the front home page, it's like Daniel Radcliffe all like on top of like Fabio's body. Oh my god. I know <laughs> it's, like, it's totally Harry Potter's head on Fabio's body. That's their cover art. It's hilarious. Oh my god! This just kind of makes. I mean, it is super funny, but at the same time, I can't listen. So this is episode three. In this episode, special guest Danny Chapman helps make sense of chapter three as Hermione seductively bathes in front of Snape. Bonus, we get our first peek at a certain member. Find us on. Oh my God. I know, right? Good times. That is so crazy. 
Yeah, so poderoticapodcast.com. That's a that's weird and wild if if nothing that's else. That's right. It's weird and wild. Um and then did you have another one? Um I did, but I moved or? it over so so okay. that we could get to the end. Cuz we need a you need a rant, a really quick rant before we close it up. Oh, it's so. not really that big a rant. Okay, oh. so okay, yeah. We're ready for my pet peeve. Jessica's pet peeve. Oh, I just noticed there's an evil laugh in the background. I know. I was kind of demented. So I kind good. of scared myself. Okay, it's go. a little creepy. Um, it is creepy. Okay. So this week I want to talk about people who, when they tweet about their show, and I mean, I understand if you don't have to have a website for your show, that's fine. But linking to iTunes for every episode is just silly. You should link to your website, not your iTunes link. And for the love of all that is holy, do not link to both. You should not have more than one link in a tweet oh, yeah. or a Facebook page update. That is a huge pet peeve of mine. If you see that, I mean, just as a user, if you're on Twitter and you see two links, what do you do? Bypass. Right. You need one call to action. It really shouldn't be iTunes. If you want people to check out the show in general, which you should be sending people to do, then you link to iTunes. Then they can yeah. subscribe. And if you're doing episode, you want to send them to where the, like, all the juices, the show notes and the links and the stuff. Anyway, that's been my biggest pet peeve because I've been working with someone who like wants to do both constantly. And it's like it's double. It's just ruining your chances of getting a listener. Yeah. So stop it. Stop it. I know. And it's, and it, you're, you're right. I think that overall there should be a specific like iTunes strategy, if you will, where there are tweets that are leading people over there. That's it. Like overall, like that, that's part of it. It's not always. Um, I, I absolutely agree, Jess. I absolutely agree. And another thing that really drives me bananas, I think, is whenever somebody just goes, my latest episode, link. I know. And I'm like, what is that? I don't know what your latest episode is. Even just put the title, episode one, introduction. Even if it's that, just put No, even that isn't really that good. It should really be a separate. I mean, letting Libsyn auto update for you is you can not put always the, the best yes, thing to can, do. Yes, you can because you can absolutely you can personalize. It. It's just not the best way you to do You can personalize one tweet. Yeah, it's still one. That's right. But, but you can But you should do be it. doing a series. So it's exactly. not, you might as well not bother. Well, you can That's because awesome. it just will go out there because there's times when you're not going to have time. Like, you know, yeah. right away, a tweet <clears throat> to go out for your latest episode versus you having to go input them or tweet them out yourself. It's just easy. It's easy. Yeah. What I do with that tweet is I um, put it right at the top of um, I pin it to the top of the Lipson Twitter feed mm-hmm. out from the latest episode, because when you pin it, it has an automatic player right at the top. So people can yeah. see that it's a that it is um, an actual thing, and then I have other tweets that go through. So that is my thing. So I disagree, Jessica Kufferman. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not to get too broken up. About it. <laughs> All right, I think that we are done with the show. Now that we've done it, we we are done it. We're finished here. So um, get your tickets for Podfusion, please. Shepodcast.com slash Podfusion. I think that this is going to be the last time that you're able to use the the code SHEPODCAST before it goes away. And you don't save money anymore. Okay? Because it it stops on February 1st. So SHEPODCAST, Mm -hmm. get your tickets right away, please. Come and come and see us. 
that would be fantastic. You can send uh, any kind of feedback to um, feedback at ShePodcast.com um, and follow us on social media. We are She Podcast everywhere. Everywhere, darling. Yeah, baby. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, wow. Wait, 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 wait.